This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, it's time for Quarantine Recommendations Part 2! Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. Jonathan Rooney-Taylor here. And this week, uh, in case you've failed to notice, the world is still full of germs. We're stuck at home. I believe according to a very reputable scientist whose blog I follow, the world is a vampire sent to Dre E-A-E-A-N. Yep. What's his name? Uh, William Cordrell, I think it is. Cordrell? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds of like the, the Manhattan Cordrell. <laughs> Sounds like the name of a guy who might own a tea house and his own wrestling promotion. <laughs> no. Not, not for one scientist. That's too much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like one person directing both the Star Trek and Star Wars reboots. Whoa, that's crazy talk. Right. Yeah. So anyways, uh, as uh, shelter-in-place orders continue to stick around, and we're all still forced to stay inside. uh, Yeah, forced to stay (laughs) inside. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, We're we're once again coming to dole out quarantine recommendations, things you can watch, listen to, read, uh, to to fill the endless voids of time that you have, time (laughs) that no longer matters so you can watch or do whatever you want. And since you can't continually masturbate because chafing... Says you! Yeah, <laughs> get some lube. Right? Hey, guys, put your pants back on. <laughs> no, this is a podcast. <laughs> There's so many masturbating news anchors doing no, stuff man. from home right now. You uh, just know it. Oh, I don't want to think about like, it. Like, Brian Williams is just, like, yanking it out. Uh, I'm so glad Matt Lauer's not on TV anymore. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Uh, so we'll go around the horn for each section. Uh, we'll make our recommendations. So, John, we'll start with you. What's a movie that people should check out right now to fill their quarantine? Uh, boy, I was, uh, despite being told the topic and order of this, completely right. unprepared. You and me both, man. Uh, you know what? Fucking go through the James Bond movies. They're all up on Hulu Ooh. now. All right. Yeah, uh, all in, the like the out. old ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty much everything but the two good, like the like the good James Bond movies, like the recent good ones. Yeah, I, I was gonna. They've got everything from uh, from Sean Connery up to Pierce Brosnan. And yeah. Everything in between. Uh, I think you can get up through even Quantum of Solace, but yeah. Skyfall and well, Spectre, Spectre sucks. Yeah. But yeah, you can't oh, wow. watch Skyfall. Skyfall's not on. But yeah, I, I, that movie's old at this point, though. Isn't it? I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's also good. Oh, yeah, yeah. you got to pay for those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just quick recommendations of each era of James Bond, I would say, fucking, you got to go Goldfinger if you're just going to do one Sean Connery. Sure, Goldfinger gets sucked out of that plane. Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> it's fucking cool as hell. Obviously, George Lazenby on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's, it's the, the best. only one he did. It's the yeah. best. Uh, and it's actually a pretty good James Bond movie. It's actually not bad. Yeah. George, I wish George Lazenby, like... Would have done another Bond. When yeah. was that one? That was it. So Sean Connery did like three or four of them, then quit. Then they brought in George Lazenby, and then Sean Connery came back oh, because shit. because the nobody liked George Lazenby, and it wasn't his fault. It was just the it was just that like people wanted Sean, Sean Connery. Connery, so he came back into like one or two more, and then it was Roger Moore. Roger okay. Moore, yeah. 
Uh, Roger Moore, who was always meant to play James Bond, but he couldn't because he was doing The Saint at the time. Right. Uh, a situation that will repeat itself with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yes. and by the time he did get to be James Bond, he was kind he was of too old. already too old, yeah. yeah. But I would say for Roger Moore... Fucking jump in with both feet into fucking Moonraker, y'all. Oh, <laughs> Just go right for Moonraker. Right on. Uh, it is bananas. Uh, for Timothy Dalton, I'm going to go Living Daylights. That's a good okay. one, man. I think Living Daylights is the best it's, Timothy Dalton yeah. Bond movie. Uh, although I say License to Kill has the best action. License to Kill is cool, but like uh, Living Daylights is like the last of the like old school Cold War James Bonds. Yeah, and it's got a fucking rad Bond theme. Yeah, nice, hell yeah. Uh, By AHA. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Pierce Brosnan, I'm going to say Goldeneye with a very fast follow-up of The World Is Not Enough. Yeah. Okay. The only thing is, like, The World Is Not Enough is a great movie until fucking Dr. Christmas Jones, and it just, like, way goes off the rails. Yeah. Uh, But the first, like, half of that movie is terrific. Uh, And yeah, fucking, I'm not as well-versed on Daniel Craig Bond. I've seen most of half of almost all of them. Most of half of. Yeah. Almost all. Skyfall Skyfall is a very good time. Skyfall is the best one. Casino Royale is really good, but there are just long passages of, whoa, look at these handsome guys play poker. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, is that Jeffrey Wright? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really difficult, and it it came out when like uh, fucking poker tournaments were being broadcast on yeah. ESPN, and it was like yeah. the hip thing. But I gotta say, probably still more interesting than backgammon, which is what it is in the original novel. Yeah, Oof. for sure. Oof. Plus, I doubt the original novel has the scene where fucking Mads Mikkelsen wails on Daniel Craig's nads <laughs> with a knotted rope. Weirdly <laughs> enough, Ian Fleming wrote into the book, and then Mads Mikkelsen. That's right, Mads about you, Mikkelsen. Just about wailed on his nads. <laughs> with a rope. Twas a rope with a big knot in it. Yeah. Ooh, and did he but swing it into his nards. <laughs> here... James Bond's got nards? <laughs> here is my advice generally for any James Bond movie. Watch it up until the opening credit sequence. If that opening credit sequence is bad, turn the movie off. Yeah. <laughs> there is no good James Bond movie with a bad opening title sequence. That's correct. True facts. You can absolutely judge it by that title sequence, my friends. That's mm-hmm. true. Plus, hey, Thunderball's got Tom Jones. Oh, I Beat love that Thunderball. With a stick. Yeah. yeah. Thunderball's more, probably one of my favorite Bond themes. It's got a car that goes underwater and shoots mm-hmm. missiles. That's right. That's the best kind of car. Hell yeah. Yeah. Patrick. Quarantine recommendations for movie. Uh, so in my house, we have we made a little stack of DVDs that were like, well, let's watch it again and see if we want to keep it. And uh, and and so recently we we watched Snatch, which held up a yeah. hell of a lot better than oh, I thought wow. it was gonna. And I'm really excited to go out and uh, watch Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So I would suggest revisiting those two and only those two Guy Ritchie films. Well, here's the trick with Guy Ritchie. Much like you watch the opening credit sequence of a Bond movie, you watch the... You look for the credits of the Guy Ritchie movie. If it's produced by Matthew Vaughn, all clear. Go ahead, jump into that movie. (laughs) It's going to be a good time. If it's post-Matthew Vaughn... 
No way oh, in hell. Yeah, I definitely don't want to get to King Arthur, people. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's got a King Arthur, go ahead Stand and pass on that we. shit. Ooh, or an Aladdin, for that matter. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, I also have a stack of DVDs that I've put together under quarantine, but it is my, as soon as the exchange opens, these go to the exchange. Yeah. It is my pile of, oops, Sex criminal DVDs. (laughs) DVDs that I simply will not go back to because they are loaded with sex criminals. Oh, man. John's got so many Kevin Spacey movies. I was about to say, John, does that mean you're about to ditch your copy of (laughs) K-Pax? No more pay it forward for this guy. No more K-Pax, no more Life of David Gale. (laughs) You're missing all your great movies. I want George Lucas to take all the money he made from his Disney deal. That's right take it back from all the charities you donated to and go on a Ted Turner style adventure through cinema of replacing Kevin Spacey (laughs) with Christopher Plummer in all of his movies. I really want to see Christopher Plummer at the end of seven. Yeah, right. Just come out and just go, detective. No, no, no. You're only here because I allowed you to be. I think you should go back and replace him with Christopher Lloyd. (laughs) Marty, I'm the one you're looking for. I got your wife's head in the box. (laughs) Ah, I love the scene in K-Pax, Christopher Lloyd barking at the dog. (laughs) Christopher Lloyd wackadoo kills himself in his kitchen. Just L.A. Confidential. This isn't right. This town's full of criminals. Christopher Lloyd tells you his name is Kaiser Sose. <laughs> oh, very nice. Okay, so the Guy Ritchie movies. All right. Yeah, yeah, I was shocked. I was like, Snatch, this is clearly going to be a film that I liked in high school and don't anymore. I, sure. I would have assumed, But it was actually loads of fun. Because I would have assumed the, the minute Brad Pitt showed up as one of the Pikes, <laughs> it'd have been like, all right, here we go. Yeah. But yeah. he is. I was like that, but he's great. He's so good as that weird mumbly guy. Yeah. Very yeah, good. It was, it's great. It's also, good uh, like to cap off to make it a trilogy, throw Layer Cake in there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Layer all Cake's right, a solid right, ass movie. Man. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig, yeah. Matthew Vaughn. Bond, Guy Ritchie, yeah. full circle. It's all coming together. Uh, so, Mark, quarantine movies to watch. Uh, well, I just watched a very interesting documentary. Called that Die Hard 2, Die Harder. <laughs> Not, that, that was a bad documentary. Uh, I watched a very interesting documentary uh, on the Hulu that just came out. It's called Spaceship Earth. And it is about the Biosphere 2 experiment from the early 90s that a lot of people don't remember. <laughs> uh, and the reason they don't remember is because it was a massive failure. Yeah. Why was it a massive failure? Because it turns out the whole project was done by weirdo theater hippies. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, kind of a fascinating documentary uh, that kind of follows this this weird theater troupe from fr- uh, San Francisco drug freakout avant-garde theater through building a boat, uh, building hospitals in Africa to, yeah, what if we just uh, we built an artificial uh, biome and stole a bunch of coral and put it in there? That'll be all right, right? Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. Right on. I yeah. bet. Thanks. I bet. 
I, yeah, I'm really into trying to find a documentary that's not just a fucking true crime documentary. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, it was a nice... Well, listen, that was a nice change of pace from the fucking straight-ahead propaganda political documentaries that happened after Super Size Me. Ooh, there was like yeah. 10 years of just like fancy PowerPoint ooh, politics. Ooh, but I do like Super High Me. <laughs> that's a good that's sure. a bad guy that does a lot of pop I like it that guy is Doug Benson correct <laughs> you may recognize him from being high all the time <laughs> correct <laughs> and being way older than you'd think he's in his 60s yeah well that pot keeps you young right does it I don't know all that resin is like embalming <laughs> yeah, right. I don't have any gray hairs yet <laughs> fun fact he's in the Michael Jackson movie Captain EO oh no right yeah. on yeah, uh, another one of the not DVDs the Michael Jackson John's movie. Throw away. <laughs> uh, please, I've got the thirty-five mil print. Okay, <laughs> and that's silver nitrate. That shit'll burn up quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so we took care of movies by going Bond movies, uh, Guy Ritchie movies, and Spaceship Earth. So now let's do TV shows. We'll go reverse ways. So Mark, I will start first. What's a TV show that you would recommend? Uh, well, I want to recommend uh, something that's actually still happening right now. Uh, ESPN and Netflix's The Last Dance. Ah. Uh, it is a uh, 10-part documentary series. They're doing two episodes a week, and it's following uh, uh, primarily the final season of the uh, the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman Chicago Bulls, uh, but with lots of a backstory, too, dating back to the earliest, uh, like 1984 when Jordan entered the league. It's been absolutely fascinating, and if it is a tiny bit biased towards Michael Jordan because his production company is partly in charge of it, they do not shy away from showing Michael Jordan at his most assholest. (laughs) Sure, Um, but like the episode that kind of dealt about like Scottie Pippen's early life and about Dennis Rodman's early life and how all these guys, these weird disparate characters, came together, and then as Fucking! What people always forget is that that last season of the Bulls, everyone's in their like mid to late thirties. They're breaking down like from the inside, and they just fucking muscle up and nah. beat the shit out of Carl Malone. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to the end, and I can see Scottie Pippen tell Carl Malone that the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays. <laughs> it's gonna make me so happy. Ah. And I really hope they cover the part where in the playoffs, Dennis Robin and Carl Malone decided to have a wrestling feud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, though. I yeah. remember that wrestling feud. It was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. It's been, it's been a really fascinating ride. Uh, so I re- highly recommend checking out The Last Dance. Uh, if you can get a, uh, a free, uh, two-week trial of YouTube TV, I'm pretty sure it's on there. Uh, uh otherwise you'll have to, Pay uh, get a VPN and set your Netflix to an international country and you yeah. can definitely watch it there. Otherwise you'll have to pay for ESPN. Uh, so yeah, Last Dance, that is my choice for TV nice. show. Patrick? TV show people uh, should watch. You know, I just started watching True Detective, and I'm not going to suggest it because I'm only like four episodes into it. But what it reminded me of, both in its structure and the loose idea, is how much I really like the fucking TV show Fargo. Yeah. And you should totally, if you haven't taken the time to watch the television show Fargo, it is absolutely worth it. 100% it is great. agree. Uh, I wouldn't say that all of the seasons are equally strong, but they're all good. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Each season is, is great in its own yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I think the third season is actually my favorite season. Really? Because yeah. that is not my favorite. Yeah. yeah that's probably I, my I, least favorite. 
I I love Carrie Coon. I think she's, she's so fucking good. great. In and it. I anytime I have a chance to see her on screen, I'm I'm happy. She's so fucking good on that show. Oh yeah, in the episode where she has to go to like Los Angeles and they're like dueling back and forth yeah. between the present and the old Los Angeles, it's a great oh, episode. So great. Uh, yeah. So that would be my suggestion. Nice, John. TV right recommendations. Uh, well, as a Callback uh, to the last time we did this. Uh, my wife and I are watching season three of Twin Peaks right now, and it is delightful. Uh, it's the second time seeing it for me and the first time seeing it for her, uh, and it is a radically different experience watching it the second time. It is really fantastic and incredible, but I'm not going to recommend that because I already recommended it as a movie last time. <laughs> as a movie! As a movie! <laughs> hey! Cayenne de Cinema <laughs> called it the best movie oh of the boy. year. I just want you to know, John, I ran into I ran into your wife on the street last week. Yeah. And uh, We were still in season two of Twin Peaks. Yes. The bad season yeah, yeah. two. And, and Caitlin was telling me, oh, oh we're watching Twin Peaks. Uh we're we're like halfway through season two, and I was like, wait, John. John has explicitly told everybody in Correct. the world yes. to stop watching after Laura Palmer's murder is solved. And, and Caitlin was just like, well, I want to watch all of it. <laughs> in fact, it took, this is our like third or fourth run up of her watching Twin Peaks. Because she's seen, uh, like when we first started dating and it's like, oh, well, it's my duty to indoctrinate you with all the things I love. Yeah. So that you can be just like me, right? And that's, that's how, that's how, how dating I, works. That's how I got my wife. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, but I showed her I showed her some Twin Peaks and she's like, yeah, it just kind of like just didn't stick. And well, okay, fine. Then that'll just be a me thing and that that can be fine. Uh and then recently like uh about a year or two after that, she's like, "Ah, let's give Twin Peaks a second chance." Same thing fizzled out. Finally this third time it stuck. And she turned to me while we were watching an episode and she's just like, "You know what? It finally clicks and I am like actually hooked on this." Like, <laughs> I, I like these characters. I really like the story. I'm like really invested in this. And I'm like, honey, this is the last good episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is literally the episode where they solve Laura Palmer's murder. And it just immediately stops being good for like a while. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get through the bad half of season two. The movie Fire Walk With Me, which is a real fucking slog. Yeah, Uh, but it does have a great David Bowie appearance. It has an amazing David Bowie appearance and is worth seeing for that alone. Doing the most banana southern accent. He's trying to do Louisiana and it's like his tonsils are fighting with his cheeks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Uh, What's great is if you get the the Blu-ray set, you get uh, Fire Walk With Me, The Missing Pieces, which are all the deleted scenes that are just like stitched together in what would have been chronological order and the the actual full David Bowie scene is it's like a good 15 minutes of David Bowie <laughs> just being bizarre and southern it's I great. love it uh, but yeah it's just like oh buddy you just gotta hold through cause season 3 like it's immediately good and just gets better as it goes on so we're having a great time doing that but that's not gonna be my recommendation my recommendation is gonna be a uh, little show from the 90s that maybe not a lot of people remember, but is... The uh, Simpsons. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, close. Uh, Mission Hill, which oh, was created by two okay. Simpsons showrunners, uh, Josh Weinstein and Bill Oakley, who show ran my favorite seasons of The Simpsons. Kind of like 
started working in five and then like five through like eight is like the Weinstein Oakley years. And they are, watch those if you haven't. They're great. Uh, but their show Mission Hill is very much like, it's almost like a Dan Klaus comic, but as a cartoon show, it's terrific. It's all free on YouTube. You can watch it all. Oh, wow. And according to the Twitter account of one Bill Oakley, there's some new things afoot in the world of Mission Hill. You heard it here uh... second, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, probably third. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so like things might be happening with like some kind of of a revival for that. It's a really good show. It holds up very well for something in the late 90s uh and in fact has the first consensual male gay kiss in all of television history no kidding wow. Mission Hill? yeah i had no idea so check it out it's great yeah, no and idea. if you watch it on youtube uh they play the original music because much like daria and beavis and butthead right the dvds <clears throat> have like shitty stock library music because they didn't want to like relicense all the songs uh, but it's great. You get some Cake. Cake does the theme song. Awesome. Yeah. You get some R.E.M. You got some vintage late 90s ska. Ooh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That is real good. I like All it. Right. Mission Hill. All right. So we've got our TV recommendations. The Last Dance. Uh, uh, not Twin Peaks, but Mission <laughs> Hill. Uh, and uh, 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 Patrick's Fargo. Fantastic choices. So now let's. Do books. What book should you read? And we'll go back around the other way. John, what book should people read? Uh, reading is for nerds, so you should instead read the Grant Morrison run of Batman. <laughs> That's still reading. Nah. Barely. It's got pictures, though. It's good. It's right. got pictures. Go do better than me. Yeah. Uh, Grant Morrison is my favorite comic book author, and I think his Batman stuff is probably his most easily accessible stuff. Uh, it's... Fucking fantastic. It's super long as well. Uh, you can get it all digitally on Comixology for like a few bucks. Um, I don't know if it's on that weird DC app that existed for like a hot second. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It like fucking failed immediately. Uh, but yeah, track it down. It's great. There's like three big hardcover omnibus editions of it that you can get that are really like well put together. And yeah, it just... From start to finish, feels like one long, coherent story, which is uh, kind of different in yeah. the realm of yeah, comics, where it, it feels like it's always, you know, a different... A serial, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just really fucking cool. It's nice. Great. Okay. I like it. Patrick, book. Oh, I'm definitely on Team Books are for Nerds, but I do watch some educational YouTube videos. And so I'm going to suggest people head over to... Slavoj Zizak, all of the writings of the grumpiest French philosopher. (laughs) Uh, I'm going there next. (laughs) I had no idea that that existed, and it sounds great. I can't believe you have been engaging with educational YouTube and no one has brought up Slavoj Zizak. Slavoj Zizak. (laughs) Yeah, your mouth has to have a little seizure for you to pronounce his name correctly. Uh, I'm going to suggest that people head over to Kings and Generals, a YouTube show that started out as like uh, like battle dioramas, but has become a, a channel that tells very interesting stories about stuff you've probably never heard of with really great artwork. Like the artwork is consistently really, uh, really strong and they're only like 15, 20 minutes. Nice. Very so nice. if you want to hear, like, I think one of the most recent episodes was the two English guys who began the opium trade in Hong Kong. 
and their holding company still has their names on it? Isn't it's that, like a wonderfully creepy little part of history. Isn't that the yeah. plot of Double Impact? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, correct. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. add a tunnel there and I think we're gold. Yeah. 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 Just so gotta... just to be fair, just to, just to clarify, your choice of book that people should read <laughs> is a YouTube channel. Fantastic. Fuck yes. <laughs> gotcha. Very cool. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to go back to you because I'll never remember what that was called when we do the recap. Mark. Vlado Zlavzlik. I'm just going to Google Francis Grumpy as philosopher <laughs> and, and hope that that gets me whatever it's supposed uh, to get me. Yeah, you'll uh, get there. All right. If you come across a picture that looks like Dan Harmon, the creator of Community, maybe had one too many benders, <laughs> yeah. then you know you're on the right track. <laughs> Uh, uh, Mark, books to read. I'm also going to recommend a comic uh, okay. series. Uh, is uh, written by Matt Fraction, drawn by Chip Zdarsky. It is called oh, yeah. Sex Criminals. <laughs> okay. It is about a woman who... It when, is legit so fucking good. It is about a woman who, when she orgasms, time stops around her. And then she meets a guy who, when he orgasms, time stops around him. She calls it the quiet. He calls it cum world. <laughs> so and of they course, do crimes. So, of course, they fall in love. And decide to rob a bank uh, in then, some world. Correct. Yes, uh, and then during the quiet. Yeah, and then they get busted by the fuck police. Oh no! And shit gets crazier. <laughs> it's an amazing, hilarious series. That's uh, it's super sex positive. Uh, it's super funny. It's not smutty, and I mean it's smutty, but like in a fun, in a fun, in a fun yeah, way, in a campy way. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but it's really great. It's got great relationships. The characters are amazing. The artwork is so good. Uh, and again, I can't stress this enough. There are fuck police. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck police. They're running around <laughs> in my head. The fuck police. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I have a very quick recommendation specifically for all of the Mark Rosenthal's that are listening to this podcast right now. Well, I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> read the Charles Soule comic book. It's um, just a five-issue series. Lando. Lando okay. Calrissian. Okay. Uh, you have questions about Lobot, and this has answers about <laughs> Lobot. <laughs> and it is also... Fucking incredible. Sweet. I, yeah, I'm on board. Lando is just a fucking piece of shit scoundrel just working his way through, uh, you know, like one more big score. And the score that he is hired to do is to rob the Emperor's private yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's... Very good. Uh, and I will take a second since Patrick brought up YouTube stuff. Oh, I'm probably going back there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, recently, my podcast yes. is also going to be a YouTube show. So, my uh, uh, recently I discovered uh, a YouTube show uh, called Monstrum. It's done by PBS Studios. It's hosted by a Dr. Emily Zarka, and every episode is about a particular monster of myth. Uh, and she goes back and kind of explores. It's origins. And what's it called? Monstrum. Okay. There's like 25 like episodes. Most of them between like 7 and 10 minutes. Wonderful. And she goes through these fictional monsters or god type creatures. 
and kind of uh, uh, explores their origins and how they fit into like uh, like societal structures at the time or economic structures. Why like why is the banshee always a like why is the banshee a woman? Like yeah. why is it a woman? Why is like Medusa a hideous beast? And she goes through the origins uh, of these things. It's really really interesting. Um, the episode on Mothman is fantastic. She actually goes to the Mothman city. <laughs> oh, man. Can I tell you that when I go home to Virginia, for whatever reasons I have to go home from Virginia, I drive over the Mothman Bridge every nice. single fucking time. <laughs> they have a Mothman statue there now? Yeah. It's got a butt. They've got a Mothman museum and a Mothman parade. Yeah, she goes to the museum there. Nice. Uh, anyways, check out Monstrum, especially if you like monsters. Right. Uh, Definitely. She, she even talks about like uh, Godzilla and Mothra and... like why they like like how they were created based off like Japanese stuff oh, okay. and and uh, all sorts of cool things it's really rad I dig it a lot awesome so alright sure so, I guess to round out the YouTube recommendations now I'm coming back baby I got more suddenly there's a new category uh, no no these are all books still what are you <laughs> talking about yeah. I'm gonna say subscribe to the Polygon YouTube channel uh, they're just a bunch of the fucking... gaming magazine Polygon correct okay uh, they've got a great YouTube channel where... Real page turners. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. In, in so far as you have to go to several web pages. Listen, John yeah. said it best. Books, nerds. Correct. Yep. Throw in an equal sign and we're done here. But specifically, uh, one of my favorites... Books favorite... equals nerds? Correct. He's using math. Yeah. Gotcha. Look yeah. out. He's a nerd. I'm not doing a great job of it because I'm not a nerd. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's a guy, Brian David Gilbert, on the Polygon that I would specifically recommend starting with. He does what are called unraveled videos, where he basically, like the first episode, is putting together the entire Zelda timeline, but not just using the games, also using board games and manga spin-offs Whoa. and web comics. Not the TV, not the cartoon show. The cartoon show's in there. Okay, yeah. good. good. And the Lord. Smash Brothers appearances are oh, in there. Oh wow! The Zelda branded Monopoly is in there, <laughs> uh, and it, like the title suggests, it is just him taking a topic and just unraveling through the course <laughs> of like a twenty-minute video, just. Losing his mind. Uh, he did one, Patrick, that you'll like, where he read every book in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible. Oh, boy. Nice. All uh, right, Betty fantastic. Betty dug the lusty Argonian maid. We're all big <laughs> on the lusty Argonian maid. He, put, he wants to put together a dramatic reading of the lusty Argonian oh, maid. Oh, and he should. So uh, to go back and recap our book-slash-YouTube book slash, <laughs> book recommendations, uh, John recommended Grant Morrison's Batman run, as well as the Polygon YouTube page. Patrick picked something called Kings and Generals? He's correct. The YouTube page? Yeah. Uh, there's the general <laughs> recommendation of Slavo Zizek, the grumpiest <laughs> philosopher, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then I recommended uh, Chip Sadarsky and Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals, and of course the YouTube series Monstrum, which you can find via PBS Studios on their storied page. Yeah. All right, so that's going to take us to, uh, we're getting long here, so let's do podcasts and then finish it up. All right. No, fuck podcasts. We did YouTube. Music. What's music oh, someone should listen yeah, to? That's a good one. And that's something that Patrick can answer without going to YouTube. Oh man, but I had a good one. Well, I'll have to wait for next week. Yep, sorry. <laughs> oh, friends, the Yushanka Show. I'll regale you with tales next time. <laughs> uh, so I will begin with albums you should listen to while on quarantine. Okay. Uh, 
uh, I'm gonna do an an old man album because I'm an old man. But you should listen to Elton John's Captain Fantastic oh, and the yeah. Brown Dirt Cowboy, beginning to end. It's a a, a fantastic. Uh, it's the only uh, one of two concept albums that Elton John ever did. The other being Captain and the Kid, the sequel yeah. to Captain Fantastic. Uh, it is my personal favorite Elton John album. It, it has everything from hard rock and jams like uh, 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 Gotta Get a Meal Ticket to a fucking pirate shanty <laughs> called uh, Better Off Dead. It's got everything on it. Uh, it's a beautiful piece of work, and it's all about uh, him and Bernie Taupin coming up in the English pop and songwriting scene of the late 60s and early 70s. Can't recommend it enough. One of the best pieces of cover art in existence. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I can immediately imagine it every time someone yeah, says... It's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's my recommendation. Uh, uh, Patrick, an album people should listen to. Uh, it's a relatively new album, and it's the only one by the artist. It's uh, Super Dream by Big Wild. It's funky, it's synthy, it's poppy, and Ooh. you can't listen to it and feel bad in these times. I mean, you may end the album and then go back to your real life and feel bad again, but it's a rad fucking album. Like Super Dream by Big Wild. And if you're wondering, what do these words mean? I don't know, he's some guy that DJed with some other people that DJed that I heard on a local radio station. Nice! But they were rad as fuck! John! <laughs> So I've just becoming more and more of a parody of myself. I've gotten into early REM recently. <laughs> oh man, I was so surprised that wasn't a Bowie or a Prince. <laughs> You're like, all right, yeah. No what early REM. Album Is this an episode of to? Are You Are Are You Talking REM Are Me? <laughs> <laughs> are You Are Me? No, oh, there because no, because no, there's the the podcast that 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 Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott did, which was yeah. "Are You Talking You Two to Me?" Yeah, and now they've they did a sequel called "Are You Talking REM Re Me?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, no, I okay. I don't I don't have the. So we're not talking good rock and roll um music. <laughs> These are all dynamite references to that podcast, <laughs> which is not the category we're currently discussing. Fantastic. Correct. I uh, yeah I don't know just get into early REM. <laughs> None of the albums. What are we the, the fucking... I guess I guess Monster. Oh, that's not even yeah, early that's REM. Like a, that's the cutoff point for early REM, I think. Yeah. Wow. Monster? Yeah, I thought you were gonna talk about like the college rock albums like before fucking Stand came out. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I am least qualified to give music recommendations. I don't even read books. <laughs> That's true. All right, I guess my album recommendation is Talking Bay 94. <laughs> it is a podcast about a guy that tracks down like uh, uh, people who are on the like periphery of Star Wars, people who like put together monster effects for Star Wars and people who like worked in ILM when it was like very early days and it is really fucking interesting nice cool cool well, let's get to it for this uh, episode of this mini, not so mini episode, although not quite as not mini as our Star Wars hey, ranking hey, episode. You got time, and so do we. Fair enough. Uh, so that's gonna do it. Uh, let's oh, real quick for the music. It was Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, but Super Dream by Big Wild, and then I don't know Star Wars podcast <laughs> or any albums by REM. Before, like, I guess, 93? There's actually, there's, uh... So, Bioshock Infinite is a bad video game. (laughs) What are you 
talking about? It has a robot Thomas Jefferson. That is a bullet sponge and not interesting to fight at all. It's it's cool the first time you see it. And then when you see it literally spawning all over the map yeah. over and over again, it's like, all right, game. It is a video you. game with a killer 15-minute intro that yeah. just immediately burns all of its goodwill. <laughs> and it's like, guys, there's... Like, 40 other presidents you could have made robots. Correct. <laughs> but the background music is fantastic because it's all, like, uh, part of it is the composer in that world has been ripping open portals into our future dimension, so our present, and been bringing back music and doing, like, old-timey versions. Like, he does a uh, barbershop quartet of God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Right. Okay. And he does a fucking... It's real hard to find, and it's only in one specific area for like a brief moment. But he does, uh, I can't remember the name of the R.E.M. song, but it's Meet me in the crowd, love me, love me. It's like this jaunty piano version of it (laughs) that is fucking delightful. (laughs) So I don't know, type that into Google and see what comes up. (laughs) Is that like a postmodern jukebox type thing? Sure. That sounds like some Puddles the Clown shit. What? Yeah, I think that's his name. Is the sad cl- the sad clown that sings opera songs? Puddles. I think so. That he might can't be right. possibly be. A... No, I think he might be right. You never heard of postmodern jukebox? No. It, uh, no. Yeah, it's Puddles Pity Party. Uh, he's the clown. Uh, that the clown's name is Puddles Pity Party. Uh, he's a Pagliacci type clown who's part of the postmodern jukebox. They do like. 30s and 40s, like, swing and jazz and torch song versions of modern pop. Okay. And he is a, and he's a giant clown. He's like 6'7 or something like that. He's a <laughs> massive human being who sings very sad songs. Nice. Cool. Because so Doctor, some... he's Pagliacci. Oh, no! That's it. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Brown. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. Go away! <laughs> Oh, I mean goodbye. (laughs) Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts from. Leave us a rating and leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.